Hello and welcome to the Big Bad Bike Show, a show where three guys use podcasting as an excuse to watch motorbike racing when there's so many other things that we should be doing. Each week I myself watch the races two or three times as well as countless hours prepping for the show notes and coming up with ideas. Meanwhile, all around me the struggle of life is real. The kids are usually whining and pretty sure one of them's got tonsillitis. There's a cost of living crisis and I'm still wasting money on microphones and editing software but it's all worth it because at the start of the week I get to sit down with my pals and talk absolute bullshit about anything and try our best to relate it to motorbikes. But who are these pals in which I mention? He's from the up north, he's the up north biker, he's fat as fuck and his name is Ash Hall. Hello Ash. Hey up. Um, yeah, I'd say I'm big bone, right? Fat as fuck. Some, I, think some, right. I think somebody's edited that. And as always, <laughs> joining me once again. And thankfully this time he's got a brand new microphone and it might bloody actually work. It's Chris Chippy Ballard. Say hello Chippy. Hello. That was gold, because I hadn't actually proofread that. I read, I read it out earlier today and then shared it, and I didn't proofread it, so whenever it came to it, that yeah, was Yeah, I added that earlier. That was me reading that for, example, for the first time. <laughs> well, that's the intro. We're the Big Bad Bike Show, and as you can see, we definitely don't take ourselves very seriously. Uh, we're going to talk... We're going to talk a bit about motorbikes and try our best to make it sound like we know what we're talking about and we're going to talk about the motorbike racing that happened over the weekend that's what we're really here for and hopefully we can give you a show that you like listening to uh speaking of listening if you are listening to this on youtube please like subscribe and hit the notification bell too that way you won't miss an episode and you can always listen to our fantastic dulcet tones <coughs> uh did any of you guys have any feedback on the show from last week? Nope, me neither. Uh, not really. Just <laughs> no. uh, just your swearing. Which yeah. I think we need to apologise. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, well, I'm, swearing. I will try my best to cut it out, but I'm not going to apologise. Well, you haven't done a very good start because your intro already had it. In. No, well, Chappie's highlighting the fact <laughs> that I swore too much last week, and he's the one that put that in the intro. So, little bit hypocritical. I'm not. I'm not going to apologise for it. Like, I'm, <laughs> Well, I'll do a, I'll do a sorry, not sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. Was it Chippy that wrote that intro? Well, I wrote the intro. No, I started the bit. Yeah, I wrote the intro and then I shared it with you and Chippy. Chippy I even thought to myself, like, you, you never call me fat. And then when you obviously put, read that out, I'm thinking that sounds like Chippy that does. Well, I shared it with you. Whenever I shared it with you, you can edit it and I'd make changes to it. That way you can... All right. I didn't realise he did it. it. (laughs) As soon as... I I seen that line coming up just before I started saying it and I was straight away, I clicked. I was like, check me out of this. Uh, Yeah, but no feedback from last week, so nobody's obviously listening. Probably (laughs) than a specky nerd. We did have an email, though, but we'll... Talk about that later on the show. It's nothing to do with now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to contact us and leave us any feedback or ask us a question, you can do that by going to podcast at bigbadbs.co.uk. You don't need to leave your name. You can leave a pseudonym. You don't even. You just leave it blank and say you're anonymous. But if you don't leave your name, we can't mention you in the show. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter. It's the Big Bad BS. It's all one word in the search bar thing on Twitter, and you can leave a comment on YouTube. Obviously, if you go to like the comment bit, you can leave comments, and you probably know YouTube better than I do because I suck when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> so, what have you guys been up to this week? Have you done any bike stuff? 
or just bullshit? Um, well, as you both know, uh, I went back to Yorkshire for my granddad's funeral, which mm-hmm. was obviously not great, but at the same time, it was really, really good. You know, there was a uh, really good turnout. 200 people turned up. I, I was ca- carrying him in, in the coffin and I, I'm head on the right hand side of it. So I couldn't see how many people were actually in the church. But once we set him down, I sort of looked over and I was like, Jesus. Well, I didn't shout Jesus because I was in the church. I didn't want to upset anybody, you know. <laughs> <laughs> upset the natives, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, a really good turnout. A really, really nice funeral. But um, even though every, everyone says everything has a silver lining, I had the... Um, I had the pleasure of meeting my granddad's best mate, uh, Andy Hetherington, which I didn't realise was two times world sidecar champion alongside uh, Darren Dixon, who turns out to be Jake Dixon's dad in Motor 2. So it was quite interesting to listen to some of Andy's stories about him and, and Darren. And obviously, I was asking as soon as, he, as soon as he said he knew Jake Dixon, I was like, oh, what's he like? You know, I went to full fan mode. Can we get him um, on the podcast? Uh, I've actually spoke to him, and he's. Uh, you he's, spoke to Jake Dexon. Andy, and... say again. You spoke to Jake Dexon. No, no, I spoke to Andy, Andy Hetherington, and he oh. obviously knows Jake very well because he he was with Jake's dad when they won the sidecar world mm-hmm. championship. Um, so I was I was just asking questions about him and stuff like that, and I mean Andy's definitely well up for, well up for coming on the podcast. Yeah, but... cool. Two times sidecar world champion. Yeah, he's a really nice bloke as well, and you'll get on with him because you'll both just talk each other's ear off because that's what you you go. Despite sounds, but you can both waffle a bit. Yeah, um, potato, <laughs> potato waffles are my favourite. Um, so yeah, that was uh, really cool to get talking to him, and then um, went and saw me uh, old man for a bit. But he took me to a cafe actually in uh, Pickering called uh, the NY500 Cafe, which was really cool. Had loads of different uh, rally cars in there, like uh, really rare ones as well, motorbikes. Uh, and I had the uh, pleasure of seeing Joey Dunlop's helmet there in a display case, signed as well. Um, I was going to go and ask the guy if he wanted to sell it, but I just thought, you know what? Probably going to be like, nah, piss off, mate. <laughs> Yeah, you've seen some of the pictures, they look really good. Look like a cool little cafe. I was looking at it on uh, Google Maps and trying to come up with excuses as how I can get to this cafe just to go up and have a look at it. Like I want to You don't need there. it you don't need an excuse to go to God's own country. You get yourself up up there to Yorkshire. God, I hate Absolutely it call it that. Beautiful. Why do you hate it when people call it that? It's, it's the, just the most such a stupid oh, name for it. It's just the best place in the world, well, is Yorkshire. You can say you that if you want, anymore. but they can't do a chat by it. They can do a chip. No, you can. just went to the wrong chip. No, I've no. Been, I went to York, and whenever I went into that chip shop in York, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, that chip shop was representing Yorkshire. And I asked for a chip buy, and what I got was a diabolical attempt that anything even close to resembling a chip buy. <laughs> terrible. I guarantee, if you were to go back to that chippy now, it'd probably be shut, out of business. Well. And you went to the wrong place for chips. You need the best the best fish and chips in the world is Whitby. Guaranteed. You cannot get better. Well, I can agree to disagree with you there. Yeah, I'll also disagree with that. Well, I know you will because you're from down south in Devon. And... Yeah, that's you. Uh, so, yeah, that's sort of all I got up to. Chippy, what have you been up to? Uh, not a lot, really. I haven't really done any bike stuff because, as you know, I still don't have a bike. 
uh, know it closer to learning how to ride a bike uh, or get a license. Um, but I did sign up to give blood this week, which I'm doing oh, on yeah. Sunday. A noble uh, cause, a noble gonna... cause, young chap, heart, very noble. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Is uh, Ash, are you going to come down? I mean, it, we could both walk to it from our houses. It's nah, only the town I, I don't all. think I am. I'm a bit busy that Why? weekend. Why? Because I'm busy. Doing You're what? Busy. It's Sunday. What's too busy? I, no, What's, what busy. can you be doing? There's, There's no racing busy. on. It's Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I know there's no racing on, but I'm spending time with my kids, you know, doing the dad thing. Do you remember when we went to Romania, Chepi? Do you remember when we went to Romania? We all went to Mm -hmm. that holiday and we found out that weekend that Ash is a massive pussy and he's scared of everything. (laughs) Yes. I'm not scared of everything. Well, come come and have your blood then. Come and give some blood. Come and have your blood. It's the best way. (laughs) It's the best way to give to charity because you donate money, money can be abused. Blood can't be abused. It's free to give. It's like if you I've were given injured, blood in the past. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. What? Where? As a blood test or giving blood? No, as in... as in giving blood. I don't believe that. Oh, you can believe what you like. Shove it your ass. <laughs> I think I should go and give blood if the opportunity's there. I think you should. I think you me. should. This I Sunday. think you should come as well, Sam. Come all this the way Sunday, up. Twelve o'clock. <laughs> I've given well, blood. Sunday, twelve o'clock at the town hall. I've given blood as well, but he's just he's making me feel bad for not giving blood. You should give blood every six months, four, six months, four. Yeah, I think you do every Would four you months. take blood? If you got injured, would you take blood? Well, of course I would. Well, so, why you perfectly well then? You well, should be I haven't, blood. I haven't ever needed blood, so I've given what I'm going to get back. We haven't needed blood yet. You might need it in the future. <laughs> Imagine you're lying in the hospital bed and you needed blood and the doctor or the nurse, he or she walked up and they were like, this young gentleman needs some blood, but I can see that he's never given any, so fucking let him die. <laughs> That'll be you, Ash. Bet you wish you'd yeah, give well, now. Yeah. I'll see you at the town I've given blood before and I, I'm not against giving blood at all. Well, come, be, come on Sunday then. You know, you just well, you just want me to make me sound bad on the podcast. Look at your little face with a little smiley face with your little fucking teeth poking out, your little shit bag. Tell you what, if we if we can get a hundred likes on YouTube, would you give blood? Oh. A thousand. Yeah. A thousand. We're never gonna no. get a thousand listeners. We barely even get fifty <laughs> listeners. If we get a hundred <laughs> listeners on YouTube, you should be giving blood. Never mind a hundred likes. Oh, look, <laughs> where has this come from? Everyone seems to think I've got a problem with giving blood. I don't. I'm just not going this weekend. <laughs> go anytime. Right, the know. next one. Next one's on uh, on the twelfth. In the next town along. Yeah, well, I'm busy on the twelfth. <laughs> what are you doing on the twelfth? <laughs> I see. Pat. Stop. Oh, that is that is a Sunday. Sorry. I see. There's one in two days. Yeah, in two days, work, you know. They can do it after work. You finish at five. You don't start till ten. Yeah, well. You've got plenty of chances to do it. Oh, <laughs> shut up, you fucking... I'm dragging Nicola with me. Oh, she's yeah. Blood. She's given blood for the first time because she's not scared. Did you ever well, hear... It's okay, Ash. You can admit it. This, <laughs> is, mass- it's this is massively digressing, though, but have you ever heard uh, people say that the blood inside your body's blue until it hits oxygen and then it turns red. Have you ever heard that? No. I've not heard that. I heard that years ago. But it turns out it was disproved. I think, I think they were just having you on. To no, no, because I, <laughs> like, I, I was able to disprove it straight away. It was like, well, whenever you give blood, it doesn't touch oxygen. It comes straight out your vein and into a tube and it's still red. And whoever said it to me was just like, 
Oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> nothing. I heard that. I heard that a few times, but it's not true. Anyway, as fun as it is to try and build up peer pressure to make Ash do something that he's obviously scared to do, we've got to move on with the podcast. So I've got a little bit of news this weekend, which is mildly bike related. Well, actually, not even this weekend. Oh, it was this afternoon. What's that then? Well, I took myself into town and I got myself a theory test. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, well done. I was sitting doing the test and it was I've done practice after practice on the phone and I've been I think I did it 12, 10, 12 times on my phone and I failed it once and whenever I failed it, I failed it like marginally by like one point which worked out as two percent. But I thought nine times out of ten I'm passing this, so I'm I'm going. So I went and done it. I was sitting doing it too and it was asking me questions that I hadn't come up but they're all obvious you know they're all obvious if there's a question like what's it going to affect it's usually your brakes you know it's just obvious questions you always go for what's the safest option here so and then I've gone at 94% I got and then the hazard perception nice hazard perception was a piece of piss in it so yeah. I hate I hate hazard perception do you I hate it so much because I'm just watching it and I'm just like well, that could be a hazard. That could be a hazard. There's so many hazards going on. I know, and you, then, you click it too many times and it tells you to fuck <laughs> off. Click it too many times and it's just like, oh, the next video, because you've, you've clearly just sat there clicking. It's like, look at all the hazards around you. <laughs> You're just scared of everything. <laughs> We're going three weeks now. Three weeks with the Big Bad Bike Show. Are you still happy with the Big Bad Bike Show or do you think we should have went with one of them other weird names that we were coming up with? I can't even remember what I came I still with. think my name was the best. What but... was your name? What? Elbows out, was it? No, knee down. Oh. But you all thought that sounded like a marriage proposal podcast. Yeah. How do you propose to your, your partner? No, I put I elbows out. I remember what mine was. Mine was elbows out. That's the one I had. I was like, elbows I out. I know what it? yours was. What was it? It was uh, one down, five up. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, but that's no, tit. I thought that was cliche. A lot of people say that. I listened to a mm. podcast the other day. It was about a motorbike podcast, and I can't mind the name of it. Couldn't have been that like, couldn't have been that good. Probably better than ours, to be honest. But at, at the end of it, he was all about. It was an American dude. He's all about being happy. You know, typical American. Oh, everything's so good. I'm happy. And he was like, "Remember, guys, one down, five up." And I said, "Oh, that's so fucking cliche." That. Whenever life gets you down, it's one down, five up. It's like, oh, fuck off. Just sod off. Well, I thought, I thought it was very clean. And get very, to soddery. Yeah. Well, we all ended up agreeing on the Big Bad Bike Show. No, we, we didn't so. end up agreeing on the Big Bad Bike Show. I get fed up waiting for us all to agree. So I just told you, <laughs> it's the Big Bad Bike Show, and that's what we're fucking calling it. I'm swearing again. No, well, I, thought, I thought it sounded good. Yeah, so did I. I think every time you swear, we sh- you should put some money aside, and that's what you should be donating to the Irish Road Racing. I thought that, yeah. We should have a little swear jar. <laughs> a virtual swear jar. Yeah. Some will be bankrupt. I know. I'm, I'm doing a swear jar in my house. Every time I say a bad word, my two daughters say to me, you said a bad word, daddy, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> So I hate to put money in the pot. Well. That's what it's like. Uh, what is, does the money go to them? Yeah, well, it does. It will go to them eventually. I'm not <laughs> buying them some crap piece of plastic that I'm only eventually going to put into the bin. However, the other day, right, because I, <clears throat> I made that video, didn't I? I made that little video. I thought, I'll put it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. The, so yeah. 
So, so people I'll give some people some perspective. My battery was kind of flat, and my old man had told me to get a trickle down battery feed thing, and I never did. But last week I got one, and I took a video of it, and I tried to make a YouTube video, and I edited it, and it was pretty crap because it was obvious I didn't know what I'm talking about, just bambling through it. I but, didn't, do you know what? I didn't even watch it. Well, you must have watched it because I sent it to you and Chippy. You know, I it. I sent it to well, I sent it to Ash mostly because you know. Look what I can do. Because he said last week I wasn't very practical. And I was I was like Billy <laughs> I was like Billy Big Bollocks, I've done something, I'm such a big dude. I'm surprised you didn't freaking chew your hand off with your chain and stuff. <laughs> and then he, he just replied back going, Your chain's a fucking state. Sort that out. There's another pound <laughs> into the plot of it. So anyway, digressed a little bit, because that's what I do. Uh, I went to the motorcycle store, motorbike store, Quail's motorcycle or something it's called. I went down there, uh, my daughter was with me. And I was like, do you want to come in? Uh, one of them was like, no. And the other one was like, yeah, I'll come in. So I took her inside, and I don't know what she was expecting, but she seen these bikes sitting outside. They were doing they were doing direct access. They were doing CBT. Some customers had parked their bikes. There was a few bikes for sale. And she was like, what bikes are for sale? What are these? What are they? And I didn't I was like, darling, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. I'm not sure what's what. We walked into the store, it's a massive superstore of motorbikes, and there must have been about 400 bikes, like more, but that's just off the top of my head. Just bike after bike, and her eyes just lit up. She was like, whoa, and I was like, yeah, it's cool out here, isn't it? Just bike after bike. And um, I walked around a little bit, and I said, what's your favourite one? And she picked a Harley Davidson that's all orange with like a fire print on it. <laughs> I was like, darling, me and you's going to get on. That's cool. <laughs> I would never buy a bike like that. Like never. Like maybe a Harley Davidson, a black one, but I wouldn't go for something so outrageously mad. Like it was just, it was basically just look at me. Orange, <laughs> flames on it. Yeah. I bet she was looking thinking, look, you could have this bike, Dad, but you don't have a license. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we we were walking around I had bought the chain stuff and all we were walking around and then I seen this uh, Triumph Tiger 1200 high spike and I seen that and I was like part of it was white, I don't really like white I would prefer like blue or something but I seen that and I was like Jesus I want this bike I was just looking at it they thinking, are really nice I was looking at it thinking that's the sort of bike I want I want something like that you know but it, it looks like it looks big, like it's got some presence. Like people know, get out of the way. There's a guy in a bike coming because at the minute with the one two five, and you just have you know, there's just got no character whatsoever. But yeah, and it's got the, the boxes on it, so it's the sort of touring thing that I would like. Yeah, yeah. they are really really good bikes, yeah. and they also do the Tiger in eight hundred cc as well, hmm. which is pretty good as well. But. But I saw if it. I was getting that kind of bike, it would be a GS twelve hundred or twelve fifty. I saw it and it's just like my eyes lit up and I was like looking at it and trying to pretend like there was a load of bikers in there and you could tell they were like hardcore bikers and they've been riding bikes all their life and I was looking at this trial to try and make it look like oh yeah I know what I'm talking about and <laughs> my daughter was just like you can get that daddy whenever you get your license and I was like yeah, yeah cheers <laughs> just like turned and walked out with my tail between my legs. Uh, I also saw a tri- another twelve hundred Triumph, but it's like the Scrambler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The because um, they make that in a, I believe it's a nine hundred. And you remember when we were in Cyprus and we were at that uh, biker bar? Yeah. No, I don't because it was yeah, smashed. No. But yeah, no. Well, yeah. Well, you know when we're outside to look at his motorbike. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, that yeah. Was a yeah. That one never that was a T-shirt. Yeah, that was the nine hundred scrambler. Mm-hmm. And then the twelve hundred one, it's just it's elevated a little bit more. It's a bit more looks a lot more off roady. There's um, a guy the guy around my way's got one. It's nice, it's blue with a gold gold trimming on it. Like really, really nice. Must be a new bike because he had a different one before, but he's got that gorgeous. Yeah, the, they are they are nice. I actually really like the nine hundred scrambler. I would quite like to have one of them, but you can't have every bike in the world unless you win the lottery, so <laughs> No, that's true. Or you steal them. No way you could, but then you get nicked, don't you? Not advocating to our listeners to go out and steal motorbikes, by the way. That's, that's, <laughs> you can't afford a bike, just steal it. To me. What, uh, I'm going to get you in trouble again, chappy. Oh, no. you, you, had some, uh, you had some guests around your house at the weekend? I thought you skipped past that, but no, no, I, I remembered that. It was a pleasure having them here. Was it? You can tell. Another lie! You can tell by your voice. So, for anybody, obviously nobody's going to know apart from me, you and Ash. Or you, Ash and I, I don't know. <clears throat> Chappie sent us a message the, other, uh, the weekend. If she's listening to this, she's going to kill me. <laughs> anyway, Chappie sent us a message to the weekend just, uh, just allowing us to understand how much joy he felt that uh, was it in-laws of yours had come round yeah. with their uh, come round with their children, <laughs> and he was he was talking about the well, things. Just the children. He was talking about the things they were doing. They were doing this and they're doing that, and he was just the way he was describing it. Chippy was under the impression that these kids were slightly more unruly, and every message he sent me, I just thought, "No, mate, that's just kids. <laughs> that's, that, is just, that is just what kids are like. They're all like that." He said, "Oh, they're petting my dog too hard." No, my kids. Not so much now, but when he was younger, they beat the shit out of my dog. Probably because I yeah, beat well, the shit Yeah, well, you do anyway. No, I'm good to my dog. Anyway, Chippy, that's going to happen, mate, whenever you get kids. Whenever you have kids in your life. No. That's going to happen. No. Yeah, well. He keeps telling me. He keeps telling me he's going to get the snip and just tell her that he can't have kids. <laughs> well, it's on the podcast she now. Know? Well, she that's, that? that's nice. on the she won't listen to this. She, I think she gave up. She listened I think to the first she's going to know when you have like three weeks of not being able to sit down properly. <laughs> and you, you're not being the size of a watermelon. Anyway, bikes. <laughs> Before we go didn't on to the bikes. Them, didn't, didn't one of them leave a little shite in the toilet for you as well? <laughs> It, it was not little. No. <laughs> oh, it's whenever they piss all over the toilet seat and all over the floor. God. <laughs> a few years ago, my youngest, who's slightly more unruly than the oldest, uh-huh. we were outside and she just took down her trousers and started peeing outside. And we were like, darling, you can't pee outside. And she just looked at us blankly and goes, the dog does. <laughs> we're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The dog does pee outside, that's true, but... But then I think if I had a little boy and he went outside and hung his dangle out and started peeing down the drain, I wouldn't think anything of it. I'd be like, ah, yeah, he's just like his old man, just pees whenever he wants. So I realised I was being sexist. So now I encourage it. I'm like, yes, darling, go outside into the back garden and piss. Just make sure Peter Pedo isn't hanging over the wall looking at you while you're doing it and you're fine. Yeah, we do need to start talking about bikes. But before we start talking about bikes... <laughs> I know it's not a football podcast, but I don't think we can go without mentioning the seven 0 thrashing that happened last night. Yeah, that was that amazing. Was unbelievable. That was amazing. Like 
at one stage it was 3-0 and I was chopping onions or making dinner or something I looked over and it was oh it was just phenomenal never seen anything like it in my life where's Leeds <clears throat> oh shut up <laughs> Yeah, Villa had a good win as well at the weekend. We yes, did well, there. I think we're 17th for the moment, so we're just above oh, relegation. Right. <laughs> that's, yeah, what, that's what it was the last time I've seen it. But this is not football, so come no. on, bikes. As you both know, I obviously had a bit of a busy weekend with the funeral and everything, so I only yeah. managed to watch well, I think we first. should. I think we should highlight the fact that last week, whenever you actually did the podcast, it was the morning of your grandfather's funeral. So yeah, I think yeah. you deserve a little bit of a... Um, well, you have a little bit of leeway. A little bit of leeway yeah. for the fact that you 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 made it to the podcast last week. Consider it was our second episode. It wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been good for the the show to people to be dropping out. So for that, yeah, well done, mate. But uh, yeah, if you couldn't watch the race, you couldn't watch the race. And the end of the day, I know I joked a few weeks ago about how the bikes comes before everything, but there are some things that just comes first. And obviously, yeah, well, I appreciate that. We'll give you a. We'll give you a Bible, but uh-huh. don't let it happen again, eh? Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, so what, how much, what, what did you actually see? Did you see... The, the... i seen, uh, all I saw was the um, uh, Supersport and World Superbike races. That's all I saw. I didn't see any of the free practice, any of qualifying. I just, that's just what I saw. Uh, I didn't manage all to... All the races? Or... Uh, no, I saw, so I saw race saw one. Race one and re- I saw race one of each... Each one, he saw Super Sport oh, race okay. one and World Superbike race yeah, one. Yeah, so it, it was just race. It was the second day. I didn't see any of them. Um, but by the sounds of it, you guys were saying there was a lot of stop starting on that one. There was, but the second day was was class. It was brilliant. The racing was great. It was. Like, oh, it was. It was just edge of your seat stuff, wasn't it, Chevy? It really was. It was. Uh, in fact, I'm going to get the results up now. But yeah, the, Who, uh, was it the yeah, Super Yeah, so I was going to say... Are we are we talking like obviously Alvaro Bastidas? Well, do you want to do talk, do I talk about the Super Sport first and get race one and race two of the Super yeah. Sport out of the way? Okay. So talk us three race one then, shall we? No, we'll not worry too much about the qualifying and stuff because it's it's all academic by the time once they're on the queue, on the queue, and the queue. No, once they're on the line and they're waiting for the lights to go out. By that stage, nobody really cares about the qualifying, do they? Well, yeah, that's true. I always watch qualifying. I always watch qualifying, but once a race starts, like if you finish, if you start in fifteenth and finish first, who cares about the qualifying in the day? You don't really want to talk about it. Listeners do way. Listeners aren't sitting down going, "Oh, I hope they talk about the qualifying." <laughs> Maybe they only are. if like somebody, only if somebody like that's usually at the back qualifies at the front, then that's something to talk about. Or if it's like Moto Three and they start like tripping each other up, even though that did happen this weekend yeah. as well. So come on, Chippy, starts off in Chippy, yeah. Um, if I'm honest, I can't remember much about the World Supersport Race 1. All I can tell you is Chanon Chu won. Uh, Taz McKenzie scored two points in 14th. John McPhee finished 10th. Harry Trula finished at the back. That is all I can actually remember from the race. And I can't even remember that because I'm looking at it from a sheet. Um, all I was pleased about was uh, Bulliger didn't win because I was worried he was just going to run away and dominate. Well, like he did in the last Guinea. one. Yeah. So I'm glad yeah. he finished fifth in that one. I mean, John McPhee, he um, he seemed to struggle a little bit in that first race. He did go back to like 14 for one point. Um, there, there was a point where in the race uh, I saw him just dropping back and dropping back, and I'm thinking, oh, come on, come on, you can you can do this. And then obviously he started to build them up again, which was quite nice to see. So mm. it's good that he finished in tenth. Yeah, 
It's because it's had uh, Taz McKenzie scored a couple of points as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good to see our lads doing well. Yes. Yeah, considering that it's obviously you know very well they're new to it. Yeah, and Taz has still got uh, like twenty horsepower down. What ended up happening with the Hondas, by the way? I didn't actually uh, see that. But did they manage to do it in time? Because they were going to take points off. Them, no, no, no. Because it was uh, it was Phillip Island and this one uh, where they had to be down on power. The homologation. Oh, uh, homologation. should be that happening. Again. Should be happening before the next round. In all oh, right, okay. Is it is Aston, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it should all be sorted, and they should be back up to speed. I think there's a test next week uh so they should all be fully back up to speed and hopefully a bit higher in the pack as well yeah now they'll have the extra horsepower but taz mckenzie um his teammate that uh Norridan, he's he's not slow he, he finished ahead of him a couple of times mm. he's gonna give him a run for his money i think mm. Mm. perhaps he shall that's world superbike website is so unfriendly to use so it's not very user friendly at all. Like I'm looking to try and find the results, and I can only find the results for World Superbike. I can't find the results. Ah, right. Okay, go go back to the website. Hang on, let me just. I'm on the website. Are you on the website? I'm on the website. Hang on. Right, you're on results, yeah. I'm on results. You see, the top right where it says select category. You're going to make this look really easy now, aren't you? Select category. Yeah, I can see that. World Supersport. Hello, my laptop needs a bit more coal in it to get it working. It's like one of them steam trains from like the 1900s. Gotta give me some more coal, Johnny. <laughs> I'm collecting. Collecting, I'm touching select category. Nothing's happening. It's not even working. I when find, it comes up, I find um, Crash.net is the best one. Really. Anyway, I was thinking. You can go back to any year as well. Race 1. You can go back to like 2000 here. Race 1. Did Bulliga not have like some sort of mistake or did he come off or did he get pushed out or i think he just struggled he uh I, I think he just struggled he didn't just didn't have the pace i thought he was just gonna run away with it but no i'm, I'm pretty sure he just struggled like i say i can't really remember the race that well but yeah, i'm was, pretty sure he just struggled uh, to... I, do, I know aren't you one because the trouble was race one i had that on my phone because i was otherwise occupied so i had it was one of them <laughs> one of them when you should be concentrating <laughs> on something else but you're sitting you've got your phone on Sit and watch now. Yeah. Somebody's blabbing away to you, and you're like, "Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah." Listening. Oh God, yeah. Oh no, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just you concentrate on anything else, but you're just watching the race. But I had race two <laughs> on the TV. I had my little book in my hand, like a little proper journalist. I was taking notes, and I was thinking, "Race I could, two was good actually." Yeah. Towards the end. I was taking notes and I was like, maybe I could go to Open University, become a journalist and become a motorbike journalist and then become like one of the best <laughs> motor- motorbike journalists ever. That's what I could do. And then I could be in like BT Sport or TNT, whoever the hell it's going to be called next year. And and this time next year, I could be like a millionaire and then realised that I wouldn't even be in the class this time next year. So <laughs> I just went back to... realised, I'm, I'm just me and uh, I just went on a yeah, my ADHD, I'm in my own head. <laughs> my ADHD kicked in and I started thinking about something else. Anyway, yeah, race two. Uh, How did uh, Johnny Ray get on in... Uh... Race two. Oh, we're not got got to. Oh, we still on. Sorry, we're still on. Sorry, we're still on. Um, how did uh, John McPhee get on in that then? Twelfth. Because I didn't see that uh, one. Twelfth. No, no, he uh, finished eleventh. No, finished eleventh, and 11th. he was very close to uh, Self Wogaloo. He finished in tenth. He was very close to him. So that was 
I know yeah. it wasn't a top ten finish, but he was close to a top ten finish on a dry track. I think that's decent. Like I, I ripped down yeah. here. I honestly think next year. I'm not. I'm not sure what sort of contract he's in. Whether he's in a year contract or two year contract. But I honestly think next year, if John McPhee or in a couple of years, if John McPhee was to get on a more competitive bike, like I, I honestly think he could, he could do something in that championship. He could underpin uh, Chan Onchu's seat because it's kind of the same. It's Puchetti racing, isn't it? But I think John McPhee's in like a sort of sister team to that. So if Chan Onchu got promoted to World Superbike, he could have his seat, hopefully. That's where I'd like to see it to go. Do you think if... Uh, this is like surmising quite a lot, but you think if uh, John McPhee got a decent ride, like if he got a... If he got Chan Onchu's seat ride, for example, next year or in 2025... And he had a good season. Do you think would that be a back door for him to get back into Moto Two, or do you think as his time in that paddock's gone? That's I a don't qu- know. That's a question. That is a question. I don't know. No, I don't think he would. Personally, I think his his time's gone. I think there's more more chances of him going to World Superbikes, but yeah, he has to do World Supersport first. He might just end up being like, being like a Keenan South Wogaloo if he does really well. But we're we're getting ahead of ourselves here. He's getting yeah. top tens just about the you know we're just, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves because he's a he's a British lad. I mean, we just want to see them doing well. You know what I mean? We just that's what we want as you know. But race two, it was really close. It was really tight. There was a lot of chopping and changing at the top. There was Manzi, Karikasula, Belega, Onchu, all racing, and I wrote all their names down. The Yamaha, two Ducatis, a Kawasaki. I've put it in a big bracket and I've just said. Any one of these could win the championship this year. They just had to get yes. in a row. Any one of them could. It's a really good championship. It's it's really wide open. And all, what I like is all the bikes at the top, they're all in a similar sort of spec. You know, they're all they're all you, you get the feeling that any week anyone could win. You know, it's not like the super bikes, because you watch the super bikes and you're pretty much you're like unless Bautista messes up here or somebody does something to him, we're pretty sure he's favourite to win. And if he's not going to win, you know, then I know Ducati's going to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. But with the super sport, it's a more, the racing just seems like more competitive. Better racing. I mean, Chan Onchi was miles ahead and then I think he used too much of his tyre too quickly. Yeah. And he, he was struggling towards the end. He lost all of his advantage. And ended up fourth, didn't even make the podium. Yeah, he just. Went oh, backwards. that's a shame. Yeah, he just went backwards, didn't he? But Belega finished on the podium, which kind of annoyed me. <laughs> I just bored of Ducati. You're proper anti Ducati. Yeah, I'm just yeah. sick of seeing that red bike at the front. It just does my head in. But it's yeah. just a, it's a great bike, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I've got I, down I, it. I do like it. On Chu led for so long. Karikasuda's last lap was really good, and it was his first race win since 2019. And then at the end, yeah. there was two tie riders, both Yamaha. They knocked each other off, which oh, was, that was brilliant. I know I shouldn't laugh at people falling off, but it was just it seemed it just it was. I find it rather amusing when they both just ran into each other. <laughs> and do you know who's not doing very well? I expect a little bit more coming from Moto Two, Navarro. Yeah, I thought he'd be better than he was. Even on, mm. even if he was on a slightly under par bike, I thought Navarro because he. Well, isn't is. Tenkata Yamaha that's like probably the best bike to be on or best team to be in I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt but 
But anyway, no, I seen I, I seen his name. I seen his name down the order, and I just wrote his name down because I'm a bike journalist now. Because I'm going to go to university, be a bike journalist. Anyway, I wrote his name down and just put a question mark beside it. I was like Navarro was expecting a little bit more. And apparently, when you're on the podium now, I say when you're on the podium, like I expect to get on the podium. But apparently, when riders are on the podium, they're no longer allowed to spray the champagne over the the yeah. The, what do you Why call that, Spectators? I don't know. Well, some of them's non Last week. <laughs> last week, there was, uh, I think it was Chan Onchu, was it Toprak on the podium? No, it was Chan Onchu. Because they're Turkish. Because yeah. they're Muslim and that. For religious reasons. They can't reasons. have champagne. Yeah, but that's a choice. Them, that's really. a choice. And that's, you know, that's a choice he makes. That's fine. That's his religious. Is it, it's, made not, a... it's not like they got the gobs open trying to swallow it, though, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no like, he made a run for the door before they sprayed it. I think, <laughs> right, I, don't, I think if he doesn't want it to be sprayed, I think they would, like... Uh, well, yeah, I suppose. But yeah. it was uh, the fans. Did try and run out the, the fans door. and the crew and all here down below, they're not allowed, you're not allowed to spray them with champagne. But I guess it could be for the same reason. Maybe some of them are like, you know, I'm, yeah. you know I've got religious yeah. reasons why I don't want. And then, but that was that'd be part of it. If I was a fan and I managed to get into the paddock and see somebody want to race, I'd be like, I want to be part of it. Like, spray me, spray yeah. me, baby, <laughs> spray me with <laughs> your you well. you shirt off, just like, come on, <laughs> give me your winning love juice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here. That's after the race. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> right, that's World Super Sport. That's good World Super Sport. Like, following it's on from World that. Super Bike at the minute. I don't know. The sprint race and race to your World Super Bike was, well, yeah, was really good. That's true. But I do know what you mean. There's, there actually looks like there's going to be some healthy competition in World Super Sport. World Super Bike, look, it does look like it's going to be a one horse race. It's like. But Batista's done it before. He's, he got out in front before and started making mistakes. It's just the only thing is. This year, I know we're getting straight into it now, and but this year, three years ago, whenever Batista came from MotoGP, got anti World Superbikes, and he was smashing it round after round after round. Every race that Johnny Ray hadn't won, he was coming second, or maybe third, usually second. And when he wasn't coming second, he would win. So whenever Batista started to make mistakes, Johnny Ray was waiting, right on, right. Johnny Ray was right on his heels, and then that put more pressure on Batista. But this year. There's nobody really bringing any sort of fight to him. So every, Batista's winning, 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 apart from maybe the odd race here and there, but he's going to win, win, win. And unless somebody's consistently coming second and staying as close with him as he can, he's just got to get farther ahead. And at the minute, behind Batista's just changing all over the place. Like sometimes it's Top mm. Rack, sometimes it's Johnny Ray, sometimes it's, you know, Ronaldo. The thing is, like, this, this. Sort of, I know it's only the start of the season, but this start of World Supers is like, it's kind of taking me back to when, obviously, it was Mark Marquez in MotoGP. He would check out massively at the <laughs> at the front, and you're rooting for second and third place, or even like in fourth place. Um, I, I, I find it a lot more interesting when they're proper, like first, second place are scrapping, like so much better. But yeah, it yeah. is better. Um, Not Mark Marquez, though. I could watch him dominate a season and be quite happy. Yeah, well, you would, wouldn't you? But we're not going to get into that because. <laughs> we, Do you know what? I watched the. Uh, sorry, I know we're talking about the World Supers, but I actually watched the uh, the Mark Marquez. Um, it's good, isn't it? Thing on Amazon, and do you know what? Even though I have my gripes about him, when he actually came out, uh, came around on that bit and was like, "Yeah, 
as a as a teammate and, a, and as a rider, and I'm, I'm an absolute bastard. <laughs> but in real life, I'm actually a really nice guy. I thought, well, fair play to him. At least he's admitting it. I watched the first episode, but it's not, it's not that I dislike Marquez, but I'm being really critical here. And I was tired. I was lying and again. I was watching the phone. I was lying in bed. I was tired. But I just found the direction. You know the way they jumped back and forward and back and forward? Like they would take you forward and they'd show a race and then they would take you back to his childhood and then they'd go forward. Yeah. And I just thought... Kind of finding that a bit hard to keep up with this as to what's going on, but I only watched episode one and like I said, I just finished the night shift. I was tired and I was watching it on my phone and so I had to really good. I had to Give it and watch walk. it again. Yeah, no, I will have to go back and watch it again. But let's get back into World Superbikes race one. Yes, World Superbikes. World Superbikes. World Superbikes. Um, that's right. So I'm going to be honest. I, I don't. Well, I'll tell you really what, did you, did you watch, who, who do you think won race one? I'll give you... Well, um, I'm going to say Alvaro Batista. Who do you think came second? Uh, top Rack? No. Oh. He did. Okay. What, in race one? Hang on, have I got the right one up? Oh, he did. <laughs> he did. It's, it just doesn't say Top Rack, it says Razgadi Ogle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I did watch that one, so, I'm, so I, I thought, yeah. Well, why did you say you didn't then, if you have watched No, it? because I'm saying I don't remember much of race one. Yeah. My daughters, this is kind of digressing again, my no. daughters have watched the Wombles recently, and every time somebody says remember, I keep thinking, remember, 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 remember what the Womble you are. Anyway, that's annoying. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> that's just running through my head. ADHD. All right, Uncle Bulgaria, get back to the <laughs> World Super. Yeah, right, so Batista first, Razgadi Oglu, and then it was Locatelli. I'd love to see Locatelli do a lot better. I know he came third, but... He's a good rider. He I is like a good rider. a good rider. They're all good riders, but if got you think about though. it. <laughs> I know. He's got red. Was it race one? He jumped off the bike and punched the... But did you see before, as he was riding into the Oh, pit, yeah, he, he, It was he, him that got... smashed the screen. Yeah. I thought it was an accident, but yeah, he punched the screen. He got off his bike and just belted it, didn't he? Yeah, he and he was raging. raging in the pit game. It's got to well. be annoying, though. I don't it's... think he's going to see out the season with BMW. Uh... What did he go to BMW for, anyway? I know his hands were maybe tied. He maybe had to go somewhere, but he knew he was never going to. He's never going to have a title chance at BMW. Like, yeah, there must have been better offers on the table. Like again, I'm not. I know I joke about it, but I don't really know what I'm talking about to be totally honest so but I'm under the impression if you go to a BMW you're like a test rider because all there's they're they're still trying to get a bike that's decent enough to you know ride for the championship but they haven't even won a race have they so you're, you're it's a, it no. is a good bike but it's just it is it's it genuinely something. is a good bike I think I think um, it's like it's just, that's, again you go to BMW from a nobody's point of view as far as I'm concerned you go to BMW you're a glorified test rider there you go. I said it. You can agree or disagree. <laughs> That's what I think. You're not going to. You're not going to BMW with the intention to win a World Superbike Championship. It's like MotoGP a few years ago. Maybe not so much now, but a few years ago, if you went to K- KTM, you weren't going to KTM thinking I'm going to go to KTM and win a championship. You think I'm going to go to KTM and help them build a bike that in the future can win the championship? Test rider. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Yeah, I know there'll be actual bike folk out there. I'd be like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. 
but there you go. I'm a fan's point of view. I'm a fan. I'm allowed my opinion. And it is, must be very annoying because as far as I'm concerned, Scott Redden's got the talent to win the World Superbike Championship. He's got the talent. He's a bloody good yeah. rider. Going back to That's Mark funny. Marquez. Did you, did, you, uh, did you hear, though, when he was sat in the pits, I, it just caught it on the audio. I heard him say, fucking bike shite. And boy, boy, like, I was just like, did you hear that? I was like, yeah. Fucking bike shite. If anybody wants to be punching their bike and giving off, it should be Tom Sykes. That guy's no luck whatsoever. All six <laughs> races now, he's he's pitted. He hasn't finished a single race yet this season. And he has a he has an ex world superbike champion, so he's obviously got yeah. the talent to be a world superbike champion. He's got the talent. I don't know what's going on with that team or that bike. Right, but Someone's you don't see him. him you don't see him jumping off the bike and punching it and kicking it. Mm. So maybe Scott Redden's just a bit of a bit of a child, eh? Maybe, but he's. British rider, so we've got but then again, Tom Sykes has won a championship. <laughs> we can maybe set comfortable knowing he's won a championship. But going back briefly to Mark Marquez, I know this is digressing again. <laughs> but do you, can you remember the year he won his Moto Two championship? He was racing against Scott Redden that year, and Scott Redden was in the lead going into the last race. He was in the lead. I'm pretty sure he was. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure in the last race he was, was in the injury? lead. All he had to do was finish in top five or something, and Scott Redden would have won the Moto 2 Championship. And he broke his wrist, I think it was. I think he broke oh. his wrist and can barely ride his bike. And then Mo- Mark Marquez went on and won it, and everybody was like, oh, Imperial Mark Marquez. And it's like, hold on a minute. He only won the bloody championship because fucking Scott Redden injured himself. And even before that season was over, Mark Marquez already had the, he already had the Honda deal, and, and Scott Redden had to ride for a... like. A, a, a team that wasn't as good even though he was every chance every bit of chance to win the Moto 2 Championship at the end of the year anyway that digressed a little bit I just want to highlight the fact that I think Scott Redden's a bloody good rider and he's obviously really pissed off yes. the, the, the thing he, is like all, all of anybody that's in any of the bike races whether it be BSB World Supers Moto 3 Moto 2 Moto GP anything road racing they're all amazing really if you think about it they are yeah they're, they're all like, to, to to be there, you've got to you, you've got, got to be bollocks, really. You know good. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. To be able I'm, to ride the bike, bikes the way they do. I know you joke. I know, we, I know we joke about it once or twice, but I bet if you sat and sat on the bike behind Anna Karaska, you'd still fucking notice it. Oh, you should leave every one of us standing. <laughs> that's as fast. Yeah, but race I still one, can't believe you picked her as your pick to win Moto Three. Why not? <laughs> She's power power to the women. <laughs> no, she's not. You, I don't know what. I, do you know what? I don't know what your problem with Anna Carrasco is. Because she shouldn't be on the Moto Three. She's far too slow. But she's she so might off surprise the pace. you this year. But she's a. Uh, bet you fifty quid she doesn't surprise me. But she what? <laughs> she, she won the championship. I, tell you what, I bet you blood. If <laughs> if she wins a race, you don't have to give blood. I'm not. I'm not saying she's going to win a race. I'm just she saying she might win you know, a race. If there's a she win, might. If you there's said a she win. was going to win the championship. Yeah, well, she might. Well, he had to pick somebody, to be honest. I think he just picked her out of, just picked her out of hat. Will we go on to race two? Where, no, sprint race. Sprint, sprint race. race. This is where it all was, wasn't it? This is so the, who won? The, right, the sprint race, straight yeah. away, start it, and lap one, go, was it was at the first or second corner, and there was a crash. And it was. Uh, oh. Was it Lowe's and uh, 
No, uh, what's his name? Petrucci lent into Lowe's, didn't he? Well, that's what Lowe's oh, says. Oh, not, not Lowe's. <laughs> Lowe's didn't come off again, did he? It looked, it looked like, it, well, it looked on one angle like Alex Lowe's just either lost the front or missed yeah. his breaking point and basically ran into Petrucci. And then oh. from another angle, it looked like Petrucci had lent into him and then he had nowhere to go. But in his interview, because he had an interview later on, he said that Patrici was a little bit unsafe with his riding, so he's obviously trying to suggest that Patrici lent in on him. I've not heard anything from Patrici to say otherwise, but mm. that's what I heard. But poor Loris Bass just got caught up in it. That was that. He just got... Lowe's and Patrici crashed into each other. Loris Bass got caught up on it. The bike went flying. I actually wrote down there that Bars was he was a little bit lucky because follow him the whole way. I think it was Lowe's bike was just like there was Bars was going yeah. just coming behind him the whole time was just Lowe's bike and it was like oh I don't know how these guys had the balls to do it. Imagine going around and crash. I I'd crash once and I'd be like no. I'd be like helmet and that's it done. <laughs> you know <laughs> thanks very much that's... for thanks very much for letting me try but I'm just going to leave me fucking you know I just shit myself. That's out what there. I mean Th- these guys they they come off you know doing stupid speeds and it's like and the, even though they've just come off they've clattered their heads probably broken a wrist and immediately like, like get me back on the bike Let, let's keep going do you it's remember like, a few years ago whenever that's what's going back four or five maybe maybe longer than that whenever it was uh Laverty, eugene Laverty. he was on was it a moto gp mm. bike or was it a world super bike anyway i think i'm not sure what one it was but anyway his brakes wouldn't work and he was doing like 140 mile an hour and he had to literally jump off the bike. Like coming into the corner, he just had to jump off the bike. I was on my little, like very slow 125 the other day, like wringing its neck, struggling to get 60 mile an hour going up a very slight hill on the A1. Like just to try and get 60. And it just ran through my head, like Eugene Labrie having to jump off a bike at like 140 mile an hour. And I was just thinking, fuck that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> not doing that. Yeah, what they do is insane. Yeah, but crazy. Yeah, so there was a crash, and as soon as I seen that, I thought I didn't think oil, but as soon as I seen that, I was like, "That's a, that's a nasty crash, that." Because there's three bikes involved, you need to tend to them to make sure they're all right. Because it was yeah. turn one. Like, I seen that, and I just thought I was actually thinking. I was like, "Is that going to be red flag?" And then they didn't red flag. Yeah, I thought red flag straight away. Yeah, so did I. But obviously the the organisers didn't, or the marshals didn't. And to which came to in lap two. Do you want to go on? So, um, how did? Um, hmm? I'm sorry, were you waiting for me? No, it's just. How um, did uh, Jonathan Ray get on in second? Well, this race? is it. So, hang on, wait before we get there. Oh so no, we're still two. on sprint, aren't we? Oh, yeah. we're just so the lap first lap two. sprint race. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was the first lap. Then lap two, uh, Johnny Ray slipped on oil where yeah. the crash was. Yeah. Went down. And you knew, oh, you knew as soon as as soon as his front wheel went and he crashed, like some people crash, you know it's a crash. As soon as he slid down, I straight away was like, "There's oil in the track." Like you could tell just the way he crashed, couldn't you? Yeah. And it was. Do you ever see? And he was waving to the yeah. marshals. Have you ever seen to, like wave the flag? Have you ever seen it when motorbike riders crash and they do that cool thing where they kind of slide and they come to the end of the slide and just kind of stand themselves up like this is just. Yes, every, I have seen that. This yeah. is this is just every day. It's what I do, and they kind of. <laughs> dust off their shoulders and James Bond it on with their life. He kind of did that where he slid off and just got up and as soon as he was getting up he was just waving his hands as if to say stop the race, oil, oil, oil. I was like, yeah, this guy's pretty cool. Bloody hell. 
Yeah, so, so that could have been a lot. Could have been a lot worse than yeah. what. Because yeah, there was, was there was still debris on the side of the road or on the side. That, you know, there's still debris. Was his bike totaled? No, no. Alex Lowe's was. Yeah, uh, yeah. Johnny Ray was able to. Enough. He was able to jump on his bike and ride it back round to the, the paddock. But there were still bikes on the crash site. You know what I mean? And there and there was oil in the track. If two or three of them had a, like crashed, like if Johnny had a crashed and touched somebody's bike wheel and took them off as well, it would have been absolute carnage. Yeah. How did he not notice that? Well, at least he at least he managed to stop the racer. But I'm I, assuming that's what happened. Why did yeah. they? I don't know. I'm not a marshal, but they're there to they're there to pick up and stuff like this. They're there to you know. To yeah, that, I thought there was something that it all kicked off because the marshals didn't tell race control or something like that about the oil. Yeah. Mm. So then they never got the instructions to red flag it. I don't know. It's something like that. Hmm. But that, if you're a marshal, if you're a marshal and you're sitting there and you know there's oil in the track, you're not going to be like, oh, well, race control hasn't told me to red flag it. The whole point of a marshal, the whole point of the way the marshals are set up is you're the first person to see it, put your red flag up, and then the next marshal will see mm. it, and he'll put his red flag up, and it'll slowly go the whole way around the track, unless it's changed from whenever I was watching, like, actually going to bikes, pretending to be a marshal at 11 years old, with a little piece of paper hanging around my... <laughs> Just so you can get back. Wearing a high vis. Just, just so you can get like two feet closer to the bikes, stand in the prohibited area. It's alright, I'm a marshal. <laughs> Not any clue what was going on. Yeah, but you know what I mean? That's you 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 don't watch something happening and then go, Oh, I'm going to wait for race control to tell me that I had to put my red flag up. Like, if it started raining, what are you gonna do? No, oh, I'm gonna wait for race control to tell me it's raining. No, you put your raining flag up to tell everybody it's raining in that spot, or you put a white flag up whenever you see the raining flag. So I don't understand. Why are you really waiting for anything? Why are you really waiting for instruction? You're there as a marshal to deliver the instruction to the rest of the marshals. Anyway, it's bizarre. Thankfully thankfully nothing happened. Nobody was hurt yet. Nobody <laughs> was hurt. I say, yeah, that's premonition something that's going to happen later. Nobody was hurt, and uh, they were able to get on with it. There was a bit of confusion as to whether Alex Lowe's was going to start, going to get in the restart. Did they get in the restart in the end? I can't mind. Yeah, he got in the restart. Yeah, they sent him out. That's a bit strange. I wasn't sure on the rules. I I didn't think that he'd be allowed to start. Something to do with the fact that because because it was a red flag after one lap, it was a brand new race start or something. Right. Mm -hmm. And and that meant that he was justifiably allowed to start the race. I don't know. It was a bit strange because he had already crashed before the red flag. So I don't understand why he got out. But but he did. So so Alex must have been on the spare bike then, was he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. first bike was ruined. Yeah. It was proper mangled. They usually don't like using the spare bike to this. It's usually the crapper bike. Yeah. <laughs> so Ash lap one. Three bikes yeah. crash. Don't want to see crashing. Mm-hmm. But whenever everybody, whenever you, whenever it's, whenever you're not, whenever you're retrospectively looking at it, and you know that everybody's got up and walked away, you can kind of look at the crash as a bit more exciting. You know what I mean? You don't want to see people crash. Yeah. I definitely don't. I was watching no. it with my daughters, and they're like, "Oh, I like seeing people crash because they're like sex. You know what I mean? I'm trying to explain to yeah. you. You don't want to see people crash. You want to see a good race. But anyway, it it was exciting. You know what I mean? Not trying to, act, yeah. but there had been a crash. Johnny Red slid off, red flag, confusion as to what's going on. And then there's a bit of bullshit in between where the the the, the commentators hit you talk and fill it with nonsense and journalist stuff. And even that's good. I like that. Then they came into the the race start. 
they're going to go on the warm up lap and fucking Johnny Ray's bike doesn't start in time and he's like stalled it on the ground oh no and I was like oh, he my. did get going though didn't he he did get it going and I was like oh he's going to hit start at the back of the grid but then he didn't hit start at the back of the grid because this is another rule I found out last week if you stall your bike in the warm up lap as long as a medical car or I think it's a car as long as a medical car doesn't pass you you're alright you can just stay where you're at alright so he didn't have to do a, a Mark Marquez when he had that. to bump the bike. And then while, <laughs> while the all this is going on, even the commentators were going on about, is Alex Lowe's allowed to start this race? Why is he starting a the race? They're trying to figure this out. It was just it was just manic. It was just one thing after the other. <laughs> and then it started. And Reg off to a much better start in this restart race too, didn't he? I yeah, thought he looked real better. proper racy. I know it didn't end that way, but just whenever he took off and the restart, I just thought he's... He benefited from this. But ultimately, who won race two? Well, hang on. Oh. Because then jo- Johnny Ray pulled a move on Bautista, didn't he? Yeah. So then, It looked like he lost the rear, but I didn't know if he hit the front of uh, of uh, Bautista's bike or whether he pushed Bautista wide, but then ultimately Bautista went down yeah. and that was him out the race and I so, was so happy. So it was, a, it was a fairly aggressive move, but you know these two have a bit of needle. Uh, yeah. I'm sure they respect each other, but they've obviously a little bit of needle, and they're in a position, especially Johnny Ray against Ducati, they're in a position where they know if you've got an opportunity even to get a wheel in front, you've got to take it. So Johnny mm. Ray pulls this aggressive move. It was aggressive, but I don't think he was at fault. He pushes, like Chippy said, he pushes Bautista onto the dirty patch, and Bautista just wants to go back on it, gives it a bit of gas, back tyre flips out, high side, sends him into the sky, and oh, this whole no. time as well Johnny Ray's flicking back and forward and you're like oh is he going to come off as well it was just, and this is still like what lap three <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm uh, tomorrow I'm going to uh, I'm actually well because I've got it on Discovery Plus I think I'll watch him because this yeah. just sounds so good it was a brilliant race <laughs> the sprint race was brilliant I'm going to have to watch them both it sounds great and then <laughs> thank that. <laughs> And, and, then, then, <laughs> and then, and then, did you see the overtake with Lowe's? Is this still the sprint race whenever Lowe's tried to overtake Baz? Uh, yes, that so, was that race. So Ash, it was Lowe, yeah. it was, this he, was bad. He's coming up against Baz. He's already knocked Baz off, whether it was Petrucci's fault or his fault. Anyway, him and, him and Baz, he's, they've already collided together. So Lowe's, just like Johnny Ray, he's being aggressive. He's trying his best to you know, push his way through. He thinks he's got some pace. He sees this as an opportunity to get some points. You know, He's probably just, I'm not sure if he knows Batista's come off or even, if, but he's thinking this is an opportunity to get some points. He's passing people aggressively. He comes up into Loris Baz. Loris Baz, he's trying to get him on the brakes into a right-hand corner. And Baz does, you know, the doctor's dangle where he sticks his leg out. Yeah. He's doing that, and I can't mind what happened. But he, he put it out quite far. Yeah, he put, it out, <laughs> he put it out quite far. And, well, cut a long story short, Alex Lowe's ran over his fucking angle. Oh, no. Yeah. It was bad. It broke uh, his leg. Yeah. Oh, no. So I, I wrote down, Ray and Lowe's, <laughs> I wrote down, it's Lowe's and Baz again. Baz must hate Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> But it was on Twitter. I'm not sure if you've seen it on Twitter. There's a picture of Alex Lowe's and Loris Baz. I retweeted it. Yeah, and I probably retweeted it from you. And Loris Baz is basically just saying to everybody that's commenting on it, he's like, stop hating on Alex Lowe's. He didn't do anything wrong. He tried to overtake me. He hit my leg. 
And then he actually highlighted, he said, what we really want to know is why was the oil in the track not, why was that not, why did nobody mention that sooner? That's what, that's what yeah. I was trying to say. Like, but, oh, was, and we're still like lap five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to watch this. <laughs> and then, uh, you know when he's doing the Doctor's Dangle, this was later on, I think it was like the start of Superbike Race 2 or something. No, it was in the, it was in the start of Super Sport Race 2. James Tolsland describes the Doctor's Dangle as he says, that's what happens with this new technique. Because James Tolson does talk some shite, doesn't he? And he's like, this is what happens with this new technique. And I was like, new technique? The fucking dog Not a new technique. It's been around for about 25 <laughs> years. New technique. It's been out for ages. It's been out since, like, that's called the Doctor's Dangle. Valentino Rossi made it famous. Yeah. And, like, he's been retired two years. So <laughs> it's hardly a new <laughs> technique. But anyway, I just thought oh that was fun. Oh, God. Sounds like an absolute clusterfuck, to be fair. <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, Tom Sykes retired. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> what what happened to his bike? Oh, I don't know. Just Is it was it bike problems again? Then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my pulled into the pit. I he I I'm surprised he hasn't headbutted somebody yet. That's why it was saying like uh, you got Scott Redding going mad punching his bike. Top Tom Sykes hasn't gone mad. He's not punching his bike. He's just getting on with it. Ah, walking out. Nah, typical, typical Yorkshireman. He's still getting paid. <laughs> yeah. It's all he gets, right? Uh, Where's the money? <laughs> yeah, I, that race was class. It was a really good race. It was a Yamaha 1-2. Top rack, top rack yeah. won it, didn't he? And it was Locatelli's second. Ah, oh, nice one. That was it was the first Yamaha one two since two thousand one. I don't know what race in two thousand one. I just know it's. So where race. did uh, where did Johnny come? Ninth, fourth. The... Alex Lowe's fourth. finished third. No, he came ninth in the first. Oh race, wow! Did he really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's why Alex we got, got a podium. Nice that's why one. we got the interview with him. He gave the interview saying that at the start of the ah, race, he thought, got, yeah. he thought Patric or not. He thought was it Patrici? Yeah, he thought Patrici was a bit too aggressive. Yeah. So I wonder why. Uh, so it was. How come Johnny came ninth? Then was that no, just... he didn't come ninth. He came ninth at race one, not the sprint race. That was my mistake. Oh just, right. I've okay. got the results for race one up here, and I've got notes for sprint race. And then, and then, and then, <laughs> and then, and then. <laughs> really cool. Top rack, entertaining the crowd as he does. End of the race. There was a there was a marshal or something come out. A marshal or a fan, but he had the Turkish flag. And my daughters were sitting there, and I was like nudging her, and I was like, "Will you see this?" Because I knew what he's going to do. I was like, "Will you see this? Will you see this?" And he pulls this end on. It must go on for about five or six seconds. He's just there, front <laughs> wheel, black wheel spinning in the back. And I was just like, oh, "He's so cool, man. That's amazing." <laughs> I can't even do that on a push bike, <laughs> motorbike. <laughs> I, I would be on my face. Was it one of you that was telling me that Top Rack was a stunt rider? No, his dad was a stunt rider. Ah, okay. I didn't know that. Well, it's probably where he's got it from, doing endos and shit. Yeah, (laughs) well, that is where he's got it from because. But yeah, and that's why he's that they were saying that year he won the championship. They still say it now. That's why he's so good on the brakes because he's so much confidence Mm. on the bike. Yeah, that that was a sprint race. Bloody hell! Race two continued in the same vein, (laughs) (laughs) mate. Batista had to start in tenth. Because he came off in the sprint race. Oh, right, yeah, of course, yeah. So because he came off in the sprint race, he had to start in 10th. Did he end up coming off in race in the race? No, he, no. he won. He, he, did he? Yeah, yeah, of course <laughs> he did. Girl. Of course he did. He could start yeah. last, the, and he doesn't come there off. There was a restart, wasn't it? 
there was a restart and then he was fourth on the grid and as soon as he was fourth I was like yeah he's going to win yeah, he's why was there out. a restart yeah. in race 2 again you are why was there a restart in race 2 uh... halfway through <laughs> the notes I wrote fucking hell take a breath because it was just one thing after the other <laughs> we're really good at this oh yeah <laughs> listen, listen to the Big Bad Bike Show. We know nothing. Oh, we are the Big <laughs> Bad Bike Show, yeah. Oh, yeah, Big Bad. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> blagging it. Big Bad Blagging Bike Show. Yeah, I think it was Bassani. Yeah, I've got it down here in my notes, right? So I'm going to try and decipher my notes and see what happened, right? So Batista was on the X tire. Yeah. Top Rack, Lopatelli, Ray were all the zero. Batista had to start in 10th. And Koenig. On the Kawasaki, it was another non-starter. So there's definitely something wrong yeah. with that Kawasaki because that's him yeah, and Tom Sykes. The, you're constantly having problem. Right, the Chessy Kawasaki, Bas- you need to get it sorted. Bassini took, out, Bassini took out Locatelli because he was riding aggressive and he, he bumped into Locatelli and I think he sent him flying. Yeah. And I've wrote down Rinaldi, wow. So I was obviously pretty impressed with what Rinaldi was doing. <laughs> but then, this is because you sent me a message about this as well. Bassini was told that he had to drop back a place because he was sitting yes, in second. This is, he was sitting in second. This is a talking point I was going to say about yeah. because he was told to give a place back. Because he had knocked but, Locatelli down for driving yeah, too aggressively. But in doing something. so, he was trying not to let anybody else pass. So yeah, he let one pass, tried to shut the door. Who was in the lead? Caused who, another crash. who was in the lead at the time? Yeah, he almost caused a crash. I was just sat there thinking, why don't they just let him race and then at the end just demote him one place in the yeah. standings? Because he was in that That's position where to if he was going to let somebody pass. Yeah, and then he wanted to let them pass and slip into third, but then Top Rack ended up getting passed and well. Top Rack was like, well, if you're going, I'm going. Yeah, that was it. And Scott Redden crashed. <laughs> oh, no, the, the red flag was because Vandermark Ertel. No, it wasn't Scott Redden crashed. It was Vandermark and Ertel. It was a massive crash, remember? Vandermark yeah, went hand to the sky. It was like it was like Mark Marquez esque. It was it, like he would. The bike was spinning. He was flying. It was like one of them hands in your head. You're like, oh my god, you know, red flag straight away. Uh, they were on yeah. him all the time. They were giving this constant feedback as to whether he was okay because you hate it whenever you see that. You know what I mean? You, you see a crash yeah. like that and your hands just on your head and you're like, oh fucking hell, Jesus! It's the sort. Of, yeah, it was a, a bad crash. It's the one time whenever you're like, you don't you don't like to see that happening. And that race had like. It was very aggressive now I think of it. Everybody was just, they were all beating each other up. And that's why I was like, take a breath, because it was just one thing after the other. They were just banging into each other and said, it was almost like road rash. That's what it reminded me of, yeah. like Struction Derby road rash. And then it all came to a head with that crash. I'm not saying they were being too aggressive, but it was, there was a lot of chopping and changing, and Bassini was told to go back a spot, and then he tried to get into third place again, and he, Top Rack pushed him out of the way. And it was just one thing after the other. And then Vandermark, and Erto, Philip Erto, just crashed and Vandermark's bike went scattering into the sky and then they had to give it the red flag again, another red flag and then that's when the restart came and like you said, whenever the restart came, Batista was in fourth and you knew, that you knew that's it because it's, it's yeah. he wasn't even doing very well in that race, was he? He was sitting back about 7th or 8th, Batista he was pretty yeah. far back and then you knew once the restart came and he was in fourth that he was just well, destined for the win yeah Johnny Ray uh, fell off as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he oh, the front. no. Yeah, he had I think just... he just took the front, didn't he? Yeah. And then, and then, and then... Tom Sykes went into the pit. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't finish. Oh. <laughs> oh, my days. And Alex oh, Lowe's, on that race too, 
I think they were saying on the TV it was because he had no fresh tires, but he was sitting back in 14th. Yeah, he didn't have a good race, did he? Not oh, it was class. Tom Sykes again. Oh, he's having a dreadful season. But like I said, well, Kernick yeah. doesn't start either, and he's on the same bike, so there's obviously something wrong with the bike. Something massively wrong with the bike. I mean, it's got to be like, well, it could be anything, couldn't it? But I, I want to, I might do some research into it actually because I want to know yeah. what's going on. The thing is, I'm sure if Tom... the mechanics can't work it out, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. That'll be, you like, are? That'll be like Murder She Wrote. <laughs> or Quincy, you know, like one of them where you do investigations and you walk in and you just know exactly what's going on. <laughs> the reason that bike didn't start, see, you forgot to use the key. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was an epic race. I'll, I'll tell you what, I would quite happily sit down this week and I would watch it again. I've already watched it twice and I would watch it again. It was it was a brilliant, a brilliant day's racing. So good. It yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Weekend. I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. Anyway, is there anything else interesting in the in the races? I think that was it. That was all the notes I've got. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, so, sounds very good. I'm looking forward to it. But it's just even though, even though Batista came off in the sprint race, ultimately it's only worth twelve points. So it's not a massive, not a massive ball to him. He won. He won five out of six races. Yeah. And. Uh, like I said, second place. He's still keep, leading the championship. Yeah, second place keeps chopping and changing. Like you know, there's there's nobody, there's no no consistency behind him. So he's just getting a massive gap, isn't he? It's, it seems very, it mm. seems quite inevitable. And it's not, it's no bad thing. The day, the races for two, second and third are just as good. But it would be nice to see some sort of race for the lead. But but like I said last week, it's an amazing bike. It's an amazing rider. There's not really much you can do, but just enjoy it. Watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So, are we uh, going to give Chippy some bongs? Lead on to the news. Give have me a bong. Much, have you got much news, Chippy? You said you there's were, not a lot. There's, you said you were uh, yeah, there's really not a lot happening. So I'm going to give him a really good bong. Here, before, you go on bong. To, before you go on to the news, can I just bring something <laughs> up that I should have brought up earlier? Go there on, was. Man. There was a motorbike show in Scotland over the weekend. Oh, was there it? was. Yeah. Uh, was it in Edinburgh? Yeah, so why were none of you two at it? Well, because well, Edinburgh's about four hours away. Yeah. That's not an excuse. You're the, you're I don't the... know why everybody seems to Everyone think once you're in Scotland, yeah. everything's well, five minutes away from each no, other. No, I, 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 know, I know the geography of Scotland. I just think that if you're the Scottish contingent of this podcast, you should be... Uh, well, we're going to go to Knock Hill in June, and that's far enough away. Anyway, Ash, you telling me, oh, it's miles away. You drove to Yorkshire. You were going that way. You could have called in. Well, yeah, well, you know, obviously... Well, no, I couldn't have pulled in. <laughs> Shut up, Sam. There's a, there's a motorbike show coming round my way, right? enough. was only about ten minutes away. I'm going to be going to that in May. What, are you going to go in your little YBR? No, I'll probably go in my car and take my daughter as well. Pick in your hairdryer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Might have passed my test by then and bought my bought my Tiger twelve hundred. We know that that's not going to happen. No. You are not going to buy a Tiger. <laughs> no, I'm not. And whatever you do, and whatever. Oh my God, whatever you do, Sam, don't think. Oh, I'll get one of the older Tigers. 
because they are absolute dog shit. Do not buy one. They're so unreliable. Do not buy an old tiger, for Christ's sakes. I don't know what I'm going to buy. <laughs> You'll be anyway, forever fixing it. We're going to do... We'll maybe do a piece in that in the coming weeks where we can... Yeah. What, what bikes you sound by. Anyway, that was just a little bit of, a little bit of banner I wanted to throw in there, see if I could get you riled up, but it doesn't work. Anyway, we'll move on to the news. Wrong. Right, okay, the news this week, there isn't a lot about... I've managed to get two or three things, but it's not very exciting, but it's better than nothing. And also, I didn't want to just bring up any odd story. Are you tapping anyway. your paper on the table right now, like this? Today, the 9 o'clock news. Yeah. Uh, the newly appointed Island Man Enterprise Minister, Tim Johnston, has announced that the insurance costs of £930,000 covering all events, including the TT, was within the government's means. As for any question, he replied, I am pleased to confirm that the insurance cover for the TT and other motorcycle racing events scheduled to be held in the Isle of Man in 2023 is in place. So it's basically just reconfirming what we already know. The well, of, TT is of course safe. It's Everything means. in the Isle of Man is safe. Of course it's in their means. Because well. you've got people like Lewis Hamilton living there. Is that where he lives? He's like, oh, I'm going to go move to the Isle of Man where I don't have to pay any tax and I can just... I thought he lived in Monaco. Yeah, maybe he does. <laughs> <laughs> don't they all live that way? No, but is there not some sort of thing where if you want to be a resident of the Isle of Man, you need to be wealthy and self-sustaining? You, you can't just, like, I can't just move there and be like, oh, I fancy living in the Isle of Man. <laughs> Louis Hamilton, who all the millions are moving to Isle of Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there is something oh, yeah. like... Love the weather. <laughs> but there is something like that. I think the Isle of Man's a bit, it's jerseys like that as well. You can't just move there. Unless you're born there, you can't live there unless you're wealthy. <laughs> Fair enough. And I think anyway, give us another bong. <laughs> bong. PR Racing are back in BSB following their decision to withdraw from the 2023 season. They previously announced Luke Mossy as their rider before putting out the season due to the economic situation. Luke Mossy will still be their rider, but they'll now be known as L1 Racing. Oh. Yes. And they're from is, Liverpool. Is it, and they're, uh, isn't they're, that your friend? No. Oh. Uh <laughs> No, they're based in Liverpool and they're called L1 Racing and they've got like the liver bird on there. So do I have to right, do I have to support them then? Well, probably if you're a Liverpool fan. I am. I'll have to. I'll have to. Well, there you have go to, then. Uh, that is the end of the news. However, while we were talking about uh, the World Superbikes, I've just seen something on Twitter. So give me another bong because this yeah, is actually bong. Is this like? Is this like obviously not breaking news because we're not live? But is this as close to breaking news as the big bad bike show can get? Yes, can even though it's nine it, hours can old. We call it, it is, is... Can we call it big bad breaking news? <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I'm going to retweet it right now. Well, we are on. Retweet. We are on the cusp, people. That's why you should be listening yeah. to our show because we're giving you the hot topics as they happen a few days ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sounds like the North America Talent Cup. You know that all these... I like how you, I like how you say programs. sounds like, as in I'm not entirely sure, but it sounds like... No, no, this is what the tweet <laughs> says. I'm reading the tweet. Uh, so it says, sounds like the North America Talent Cup, Dorna's Road to MotoGP program using Aprilia RS250 bikes, is set to be scrapped for 2023 due to a lack of entries. So basically North America just isn't entering anyone into the bike scene. Oh. What's going on with America? Yeah. Like they've just have, they used to be a powerhouse for motorbike riders. They used to be like some of the best in the world, constantly just coming through American after American. And now yeah, they can't get anybody. But bad, that. Derek Gerloff, who keeps crashing and knocking people off, and he rides for BMW now. 
He was your one one to watch as well. Nah, wasn't I know, I know he was, but <laughs> I f- forgot he was on a BMW, didn't it? <laughs> but yeah, that's that the end of the news. End of the news. So basically, then what you're saying is we can't, apart from the Americans that are already on the scene, we can't expect to see any other decent Americans coming through. There is I mean, a, there there's, is, there's a pretty decent there American. There is like the American superbikes. Yeah, but the, the guy that's... Moto America and all Yeah, that. but Moto America, I think, the, I forget his name. I'll have it for next week. But the guy who's won it the past couple of times is just staying there. Which is fair it's, play. Uh, it's more about the MotoGP, though, because it's Dawn's Road to the MotoGP program, mm-hmm. this North America Talent Cup. So it might just mean there's not going to be that many Americans set up for MotoGP, but there wasn't really that many anyway. Mm. Yeah, maybe it just means it'll be even less. I don't know. I can't wait. I'm for guessing. GP. So I've been trying to soften the blow to myself that you know it's three weeks until there's any racing on. It's three weeks before the MotoGP. But I looked. Yeah. The, I looked at the calendar and I've told myself it's only two weekends. You get this weekend, next sure. weekend, and then the following weekend is when the MotoGP's on. So it's only two. There weeks. is testing though. Yeah. Yay. But it's not the same. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> testing. <laughs> but you have set. to find some, uh, find some speedway to watch. I, I genuinely would speedway. sit down and watch testing. I would. I would just sit there and watch some tests, but my wife would have a fit. <laughs> She'd be like, I'm not watching that. Like, I'll put up with you watching the racing. But I'm not watching. Tell you what is really, really good to watch. And I used to, um, obviously, growing up and my dad being uh, into trials bike riding, the indoor trials championships are so good to watch. Where they yeah, just ride it. ride the bikes over like massive, big, like tractor tires and that. Like what they can do on them bikes is unbelievable. Yeah, that's cool. Years ago. You need to watch uh, Tony Bo. Tony Bo is, is just. He's got to be an alien or something with what he can do on that bike. It just denies all laws of. It's, um, it's good to watch. I'd, I'd love to go and watch it live. Did you ever? Um, yes, you're maybe a bit too young for this. Did you ever watch Kickstart when you were younger? No, that? no. That was. I probably weren't even. I probably weren't even in my dad's pipe at that point. Mate. I think it was something my brother watched because he's about five or six, <laughs> seven years older than me. But it used to be like in the morning, Saturday morning, we'd watch Kickstart. It was like a kids' TV program, but it was these kids that went around in trail bikes. That was good. All right. Yeah. I remember Biker Mice from Mars. That was yeah. awesome. Biker Mice from Mars class. That's another <laughs> thing. I was trying to call the show. I wanted to call the show. Oh, yeah. Like, I was thinking about rather than calling it Biker Mice from Mars, I was going to call it Biker Men. But I couldn't think of what Biker Men, blah, Biker Men from what. And I was thinking Biker Men and Bars because we're Biker Men and we like drinking. But I thought Biker Men and Bars, it just sounded a bit like, I don't know, YMCA. <laughs> 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 I thought you were going to say, well, I knew what you were going to say, but yeah, good, good save there. Good save. Bike Mesh from Mars for class. They're bringing that bike, apparently. Yeah, yeah, I've heard they bring it back. For a third they're time. They ruin everything. Have you seen uh, yeah. Thundercats? Have you seen the new Thundercats? No, oh, I haven't right. seen the new. I never even watched the old Thundercats. Oh, well, then you're not going to be spoiled. The old Thundercats was amazing. And now they brought a new one, and that is horrendous. Anyway, here we go again, digressing. Yeah, no, we're not even talking about bikes, we're talking about freaking Thundercats. Yeah, go on. Um, I probably won't like it now, but go on to YouTube and watch Kickstarter. It's probably crap now because we're like old ass <laughs> men. But... Right, so. Um, so, yeah. No so other news. So, in this three week gap, um, what we do it? 
We'll, no, we're gonna be, uh, we'll, we'll have we'll have content for the listeners. We'll have we'll give ourselves excuses yeah. to talk to each other. Uh, I'm gonna do some bike reviews as well. So oh, I yeah, know I said I was to, gonna uh, I was gonna do me Sarah three hundred L review this podcast, but I'm gonna save it for the next one. Yeah, save it for whenever we don't have as much to talk about. But uh, yeah, yeah. So we'll do that piece. For anybody that's listening, we're going to do a piece coming up in the next couple of weeks, maybe next week, where it's going to be, Ash is basically going to sit me down, because he's mentioned it before, about what bike he thinks I should ride. And he's always like, oh, I think you should ride this bike. Like, oh, I think you should have a Harley. And it's like, I don't want a Harley. <laughs> we're going to sit down. <laughs> Ash is going to take the lead with it. We do a piece about, ultimately, we're going to sit down, interview me as to what I like, what I want, what my needs are, what I think my needs are. He's going to educate me and what I should do and shouldn't do and by the end of it we should come to a nice conclusion and we should have an idea of what bike I should ride and the idea is I'm new to biking well I like watching motorbikes but I'm new to riding bikes let's just say uh, and this is an opportunity for anybody else out there who is new to riding bikes or getting back into riding bikes or just wants to get a new bike it'll be an opportunity for anybody in them positions to listen to the podcast and maybe Go along with us and answer the questions that Ash is asking uh, in, in your own way and try and determine as to what sort of bike you think you should uh, you should have, what your first bike should be. Because we did talk about it. I saw the Triumph Tiger 1200, but there's no way I'm going to ride a Triumph Tiger 1200. I couldn't even afford one whether I wanted to buy one. So it mm. needs to be realistic as to what I can afford, expectations, blah. But Ash is going to talk me through that next week. And uh, yeah, that's something worth listening to. How much, um, just out of interest, how much was that Tiger for sale for in that shop? I'm not even sure. I didn't even look at the price. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot. Do you, know, do you know what year it was? Oh, brand new. Oh, brand new, yeah. You're looking at a lot of, a lot of money there, yeah. yeah. They had it on MCN a couple of weeks ago. They had the Triumph Tiger 850 Sport, which is coming in about just over 10 grand. They were... Mm putting it against a Yamaha Tracer 9GT. Oh, a Tracer, yeah. And a BMW yeah. F900XR. Yeah. Yeah, the BMW F900, yeah, that's pretty new. Yeah. But if I was going if I was going for BMW, it'd have to be the GS1200 or the GS1250. Um, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Yeah, the BM, the, yeah, GS do an 800 as well. And they do a 310, but yeah. I don't know what to get. We'll do it next week. We'll go through it next week. We will. I already know. Like I already <laughs> obviously I'm not gonna say it now, but I already know the perfect first bike for anybody that's just passed the test. I already know what it is. Right, well But I'll I will leave it for I will leave it for next week. Dead any Not what I too. bought. Not what I bought after I passed the test. I went and bought a Honda Firestorm, which was far too quick for um Dead yeah. any of you two get last week's Who Am I? Do you know what? Uh, I didn't. After you sort of said it, I kind of just forgot about it. To be honest, I did nice to know it, you're getting involved in the Google podcast. It. Sorry, I, I've got things in my mind. All right. <laughs> um, who was it then? John Kaczynski. Oh, oh I googled right. it and I didn't even get it right. <laughs> what, <laughs> what did you get when you googled it? I can't remember now. Uh, no, you... oh, I have to Google it again. After Sam was in the last podcast, I was like, you're not allowed to Google it. <laughs> Obviously, if you need to Google it, Google it, for fuck's sake. It was all about having fun, <laughs> but if you can try and do it without Google, 
But, I think uh, it was Kenny Roberts. Was it Kenny Roberts that I got? Oh, you were way too early. Great rider, Kenny Roberts. Right, so John Kazansky, right? He's a world... Er, world. John Kazansky was the American national 250 champion 1987, 1988 and 1989. During 1989, he did a couple of wild cards in the World 250 Series. And I think he might even have won a race and everybody kind of knew this guy's got something about him. Just whether he could get a ride in 1990. But in 1990, he gets a ride in the 250 and he's riding for Kenny Roberts' team. So Kenny Roberts has got a team He's running a team and his 500 rider is uh, Wayne Rainey and he's got another American rider who's riding in the other 500 and then his 250 rider is John Kazansky. So it's just an American powerhouse. That's why I was saying earlier, why is there no American riders? Because America used to be, like, they used to have so many good riders. You can't think of Kevin Swans, Wayne Rainey, John Kazansky. Uh, America, I, I think it yeah. was 1991, like the year after that John Kazansky won the World 250 Championship. Uh, and then he moved up eventually to 500. Didn't quite make it in 500. He did win a couple of races. He said he won his first race at 23. And then eventually moved over to Superbikes. Now, I'm not sure if this is correct or not, but I think John Kaczynski might have been the first rider ever to have won a race in the 500 Grand Prix and won a race in the World Superbikes. Now, bear in mind the Superbikes didn't start to 1987, so that might be true. But I think he might have been the first rider ever to do that. And then in 1997, riding in... RC45 under the number three with the green, white and red colours of the, you know, the typical Castrol Honda, which to me just screamed Joyden Lop. <laughs> I seen that, like I was going to races, <laughs> I was going to races and watching Joyden Lop and his RC45, watching him in the TT or watching him like, around the roads in, in Ireland and, and uh and then you go and watch it on TV, you would see another RC45, the same colours with the number three on it. And it was like, obviously I knew, I wasn't stupid, I knew it wasn't Jordan Locke, but you know, you could kind of, you could make the resemblance. And then in 1997, he won the, the World Superbike Championship. Yeah. Well, John there you, go. there you go. And Very one good. person got and it I've right. Been... One person got it right. This is the email we got. So I sent my brother a message. I was like, have you listened to the podcast yet? And he was like, no. And I was like, yeah, thanks for the support. And finally, <laughs> he listens to it and he sends me a message. He goes, how do I answer this question? And he could have just sent me a message. But I was being, <laughs> I was being a bit of a twat. So I was like, you got to email podcast at bigbadbs.co.uk. So he sends me an email and he just writes, the answer is John Kazansky. <laughs> that was all he said. But I messaged him back and I, was, I messaged him back and I said, did you know or did you have to Google it? And he was like, I knew it. And I could just hear him saying, I knew it. Like, of course he knew it because uh, my elder brother is like an encyclopedia when it comes to motorbikes. He, he just knows things. And I'm like, it's like how, you know, he just brings, he just brings things out of thin air and you're like, how the fuck did you know that? How did you know that? <laughs> oh, uh, and he just—I knew he would know it, but he was the only person to get in contact. The only person to even hazard a guess. I can only assume that everybody else that listens to these shows that goes. Anyway, John. Oh, they just don't care. Or they're just not listening. That's it. They listen their thirty seconds and go. They think these guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, the only Ash. regular listener that we've got is Ash anyway. <laughs> I actually listened to it about six times. Did, and you're way back up from Yorkshire. Did you listen to it again? Yeah. <laughs> how, how many times did you listen to the show this week? Um, Twice. 
Three times. Twice. Once, once we, no, I, well, once when obviously it was released because I wanted to hear it, and then uh, my mum wanted to listen to it, so she listened to it on the telly. I thought your mum was going to send me an email. She tried, but then obviously we had the whole mess up with the email. I fixed And then that. I think she just she just gave up in the end. I think she just couldn't be asked. But, My um, dog just jumped onto the sofa and he does this thing where he jumps onto the sofa and he turns around and looks at me for a few seconds to see if I'm going to tell him to get down. He doesn't make himself, he doesn't make himself comfortable. He looks at me first to see if it's worthwhile to make himself comfortable. <laughs> but what, before you slap him around the head and go, get out of the dog! <laughs> oh, I'm going to lie him, he can stay on there, it's his bedtime now. Whenever we sit on the sofa, um, whenever it gets past 10 o'clock, when me and my wife sit on the sofa, he walks up and stares at us as if to say, right, time for bed, I'm tired, move. Well, that's what dogs do. That's his bed. It's more his bed than his wife's. Woofy, woof, woof. Um, so, the who am I? It's uh, my have turn. you got the same who am I? Yes. Easy as fuck. Well, people, all right. People, well, I got well, maybe we'll get... Maybe we'll get more people message in instead of just having one person. Because you were so proud of yourself. You're like, yeah, I've already got my who am I. And you wrote I it. was. I know you think your thumb had left it off your pad before I had sent the answer. And you were just like, fuck, it's yeah, that easy. I <laughs> I'll, make sure, I'll make sure my next one's easy, uh, uh, well, harder. I'm going to make it nails. But, um, so the who am I for this week is uh, last race win. Was in 1981 on the 500cc Swedish Grand Prix. Uh, was a TV host on an ITV show called Just Amazing. Oh, yeah, I remember who it is now. And uh, relocated to Australia and became a motorsport commentator. Chappy, after Ash read out the second clue, you go, Yeah, I remember who it is now, as if you sat down and watched Just Amazing in your younger days. No, I didn't. Yeah, I remember you telling us the other day who it was. <laughs> I remember watching that show when I was doing my gardening, <laughs> feeding the worms, and the wheel <laughs> mealworms to my birds. Right, anyway, uh, that's, they've gone uh, through a whole bag of mealworms. It's cost me a tenner for that bag. It's only lasted about three days. Yeah, well, if you'd gone to B&M, you could have got it for three quid. Yeah, you could have bought have eaten them. Right, so, yeah. uh, do you want to run through them again, or...? Last race one. I can was, do if you. Last race one was what? Nineteen eighty-seven? Did you say in the five hundred Swedish Grand Prix? No, it was nineteen eighty-one. So the last race win was nineteen eighty-one. Five hundred cc Swedish Grand Prix. Uh, it was on a TV. It was a TV host on an ITV show called Just Amazing, and I relocated to Australia and became a motorsport commentator. I am going to YouTube just amazing just to watch it. I already know who it is, and not because Ash told me I was able to work it out. So if, if anybody does have it, if anybody gets the answer and wants to answer it, please send us an email. Let's get involved. Send us an email. I will give you the email address now, along with the rest of the socials. This is our social section. Social section. I should do a little jangle. I don't. I don't need technology. I can just do my own jangles. So I can just jangle myself all night. I like jangling myself. Sometimes I jangle myself when there's nobody in the house. Just like to make up little jangles. Anyway. Yeah. Sometimes you jingle your dog. Ah, he's not got any balls left now, so he doesn't even enjoy it. His lapstick used to come out and I'd be like, get that thing away and wiggle it about. 
I can tell you some disgusting stories with that dog. Not stuff that I've done to it. I was out walking him once, and this little three-legged dog came out, but it was a little bitch. And uh, she, her and him got all tangled up. Like, they were tangled up in each other. They were all around each other. And whenever they pulled apart, I swear her face was just covered. Covered, you know what I mean. I don't hate my details, but it was covered. And, <laughs> and the, the guy that owned the dog, we looked at each other, and I was just like, Sorry, mate. <laughs> he just off. I was like, what do you want me to do? He got excited. He was only a pop. <laughs> anyway, let's plug the socials. Right, so if you want to answer the question of who am I, and you think you can get this like amazingly hard who am I this week, uh, send your emails to podcast at bigbadbs.co.uk. You can watch this on YouTube which is the Big Bad Bike Show. And you can also send, you can also write comments or get in touch with us through YouTube. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. It's all one word, the Big Bad BS. Instagram as well, it's the Big Bad Bike Show, but there's a hyphen between each word. And on Facebook, it's the same, it's the Big Bad Bike Show. You can follow myself, so you can follow my Twitter. It's at SoberGasano. Sober as in, I don't drink anymore, which is complete bullshit because I love drinking, but SoberGasano... <laughs> Uh, you can follow Ash, who's the Up North Biker, on Instagram, which is the Up North Biker with an underscore between the and Up North and Biker. And you can follow Chippy's Twitter at C underscore Ballard90. Does that, can it be, do you need the cap locks and stuff, or can you just write like that? No, no, you can write like that. I just like, like to write like that. That's like the most sensible <laughs> Twitter account name. Yeah, uh, it's oh my god. He's got C. Well, that's the point. That is my name. He's got C as in Chris, which is it Chris underscore Ballard. But I'm I I have the C down as something else in my head. You know, they know what I'm thinking. <laughs> you all know what I'm thinking. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to wait until we're a very established podcast before I start throwing out the C bomb. But anyway, <laughs> at C underscore Ballard nine zero, you I follow Chippy. Uh, that's the socials that's how you can get in contact with us uh, please send us an email if you know the answer to the question I know it might seem like why bother but it helps us it lets us know that there's somebody out there listening if, like I said if you are listening you're probably only other one than Ash. so other than us <laughs> so please get involved it lets us know that we enjoy doing this we like talking about bikes uh, we like talking with each other we're all friends of course uh, but we believe it or not we do put we do put a lot of effort into this and it would be nice just to have somebody respond with an email and get in touch with us and let us know that you are actually listening. So if you do know the answer, or if you want to just ask us a question, or give us some feedback and let us know how we're doing, email podcast at bigbadbs.co.uk. Like I said, if you want to leave your name, leave your name. If you don't want us to read it out in the show, just, just put it on the email saying, please don't read it out. If you want us to read it out in the show, but you don't want us to use your name, just leave a pseudonym. Do you know what a pseudonym is, Ash? N- no. <laughs> Piss off. It's a fake name that bothers <laughs> you sometimes. I've told you, I'm a practical man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't anyway, do words. Anyway, that's our podcast for this week. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you've yes. enjoyed listening. Please join us again next week when we will have, well, we won't have reactions to any bike racing because there is none, but we'll have no, some bullshit to talk about. Right, it's called the Big Bad BS, the Big Bad Bike Show. The Big Bad, thank you everyone. Anyway. I've been your host, Sam McCauley. I've enjoyed it tonight. It's been a good time. Yeah, enjoyed talking to the bikes. Good. So, from myself, Ash, Chippy, goodbye.
See you later. Goodbye.